This is the Rugby Odds, where an unlikely pundit panel of a wordsmith, a WWE legend, a rugby star, and a supermodel scour the globe, seeking best bets and bad behavior. Are you not entertained? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Your warm welcomes are just so humbling. Thank you, really. But we, it's the next thing. You can stop. Thank you. But we have a full slate to get to. And while my colleagues, WWE Hall of Famer John Bradshaw Layfield and King of Words, Gifte Beilu, uh, do their research in the Sponsor Opportunity Green Room, you can see that we have a full slate to get to, an action-packed slate with a superstar in the rugby space brought to you by Your Name Here that it's going to be busy. So let's not waste any more time. Let's bring in the guys from the Sponsor Opportunity Green Room, John Bradshaw Layfield and Gifte Belu. Hi, guys. Yes, you. Right back, right there, right there. <laughs> How about that for an opening? All right, okay, <laughs> you too. Hey, I got something for you. How about you and your buddy, Doug Cole? How about you two guys have a little- Coil. Let's have a pod challenge. You two guys both have like, eat like pods. And see what happens. That's an interesting way to try to get a sponsor, uh, but we'll we'll see what they say. And in the meantime, it's Doug Coyle, not Cole. Rough week for some some people on this panel last week. Gift, you were 14 and 14. But there were some things that you were actually pretty good in. The Premiership, you were four and one. Japan, you continue to excel in. You were five and one. Ohio Gazamas, Ogiga this guy. And you backed your team, NOLA, against Rugby New York in the MLR. But we're going to get to that later when we have our very special guest, Mr. Luke Hume, coming in. He's now in the Sponsor Opportunity Green Room waiting to come on. But let's get right to the... Do we get paid for these commercials? We have commercials on this show, and Gift and I get nothing. We get nothing. Nada. Nada. Nothing. Nada. The family. The TRO family. That's what you get. This is Meghan Markle's family right here. Both sides. <laughs> oh, oh. All right. So, guys, the bottom line is last week, Gift, you were 14 and 14. John, you were a mediocre 15 and 13. You were truly, once again, 17 and 11 on the week. Uh, uh, nothing mediocre about the champs, sir. Nothing mediocre about the champ. Nope. And by the way, I've got a bet slip to prove. You didn't tell me that Kappa Uzo was out in Italy. And once you told me that by, by text, you know this for fact, I bet on Wells. To win. There's no team and named so Wells. You switch that There's game, no team pal. named Wells. There's a team named Wales. That's There's what no I just guy said, Doug Wales. Cole that you're fighting with. It's Doug Coyle that you're fighting with. Your parents are from Wells. Your grandparents <laughs> are from normal people. <laughs> yeah. Again, the records speak for themselves. And as a result, Gift, unfortunately, you're going to be hooking up with Splinters, the wooden spoon for this week. I am proudly taking that spoon. Yeah. How about you turn a spoon into this bat? We need in your you, sir, are in the walk of shame yet again. And in that, what? And it's exempt, gift. You're exempt from the walk of shame this week because John is wearing a Dallas Stars hockey jersey where the Dallas Stars stole the heart out of Minnesota. They stole hockey from the north to put it in crappy hot Texas. And for that reason, John, you are in this week's walk of shame. Let me explain this to you, pal. All right. Texas invented hockey. And the only we only season anybody watched that stupid sport played by stupid people that is this fixed as stupid roller derby. That's right. You heard it here. Hockey is fixed. Oh, Fake, phony, bunch of baloney. 
Hockey was only watched when Texas was winning. This coming from a WWE legend, ladies and gentlemen. Note the hypocrisy slash irony. Anywho, John, what's your takeaway from the Six Nations other than the fact that my intel had you win some money? I thought that Ireland uh, looked like the number one team in the world. Obviously, Scotland has some issues. They're a much improved team. They played really well uh, this entire Six Nations. But with Finn Russell, Stuart Hogg out, they got some real issues right now as far as depth. But Ireland, to me, is just they, – they're the number one team in the, in the country, in the world, for a reason. And, you know, they're still favored below – France and New Zealand for the World Cup Championship right now in the books. I mean, I'm not sure you wouldn't take a little uh, bet right now on Ireland to win the, the World Cup. And we hope that Gary Ringrose, a key component of that Irish backline, is okay. He did give the thumbs up as he was carted off the field, but heroic defense by the Scots. Gift. Look, the main thing is yeah, Wales is here to fight. Uh, they are in shambles and they are still fighting. That speaks a lot, not just for this year, but what they have coming up going through. Gatland is definitely looking like he's going to be a great hire. Who great are you? Who team. are you? You completely <laughs> said the opposite for the last. The I did. And the improvement. The whole it's, it's, you, you know you what happens when you get new information? Back? You change. You change with new information. I give credit where credit is due. I don't have to stick with people. I don't have to stick with people simply because I had to stick with people like some people do in New York. I can understand. Look, I expected Wales to be at the bottom. Italy is still a great and improving team and actually still significantly better than they were last year. But Wales literally has guts. On the other side of it, shout out to France. France didn't play down to their competition. They actually said, hey, we're going to take out our uh, cousins over the seas and just say, let's actually slaughter somebody and actually be like, we actually want to compete for number two against Ireland because we actually want to actually play like we have the talent that we actually do. So this was just a whole weekend of people were revealing that they're not absolute garbage in terms of their hearts. All right. This was a hearts game. All hearts, all day, all the time. Let's go. <laughs> Scotland without Stuart Hogg and Finn Russell still favored by 18 and a half points over Italy at home is Scotland. John, who do you like? Pop Uzo, whether he's playing or not, makes a difference, but I think Italy's coming to fight. I believe Italy, I would bet on Italy here with 18 and a half points. Gift, three words or less. I got to agree with John on this one. I think Italy's going to keep the points in there. So Italy under points, Scotland with the win. All three on the same page. The next one was, uh, what do you got? You got Ireland given a lot of points to a beleaguered English side, but it's in Dublin, but it's still a lot of points, 15 and a half points. Jean. They're going to beat the out of England. They're going to come out and they're going to beat the living hell out of these boys. I think Ireland wins this easily and wins it by more than the points. Uh, gift. Yeah, England's missing uh, uh, Eddie Jones. Uh, that was not the firing that they thought was going to end up happening. Ireland is about to take this game because England is not playing for a crap. Ireland points and the win. I, I'm picking Ireland to win, but I think England's going to cover the points. The next one up. You're uh, betting I, on England? I'm picking England. You're, you're to betting cover on England? Everybody with England, right? Oh, yeah. 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 You know what, you guys? E you guys have to evolve. You, you have to. Everybody have to, with England, according to Matt. France, minus 19 and a half. At home versus Wales. John. France does not like England. England does not like France. That was a real robbery game. They go into Twickenham, they roll them boys. I think that this game, they're just going to try to win and come out of this as a second place team in the Six Nations. Now, they still have a chance if Ireland falters later in the day. So, I think they're going to win this game. Wales came to fight last week. I mean, you, you could see it in them the first Who told you minutes. that? Who told you that was going to happen? 
uh, gift did because no, he's the king. No, he was bashing them, <laughs> saying they were down. And blah, 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 blah. I think I think Wells shows up. I think Wells shows up and fights for eighty minutes. Blah, blah, and I blah, think blah, blah, I don't think they win. I don't think they have the talent to beat France, but I think they cover the points. Gift game of the petties. This is that that was last week. The game of pettiness. Game of uh, pettiness. But in this one, I do expect this to be a much closer game. But that being said, I think France wants to get that that spot. Wants to get the bonus points. I look at France to be able to get the points, get the win. Wales played a tough, emotional, hard game last week. Ironically, against Italy. I don't think they follow that up twice. I think Wales covers the spread again. I think France wins in a laissez-faire ennui kind of match. But on that note, guys, we're yeah. Why don't you remind everybody about you betting on England again? I didn't. I bet on Ireland. Everybody with England. Everybody Everybody with England. England. No, this week. This week (laughs) I'm taking England with the points. But hey, wait, stop right there. Taking England, (laughs) but not to win. Not to win. Ireland's going to win this one. Caveat on it. Ireland no, wins they by win, at least ten points. You taking the points too? Yeah, go find Steve the Lizard Lewis. <laughs> so turn and your up mics off. Nine quarters and tell turning him about it because nobody here is believing you, pal. I've turned their mics off, ladies and gentlemen, and we're going to break for commercial as we bring in Luke Hume, Major League Rugby star, Rugby League star, Seven Star, just a star. We'll be right back. Need a great price on a new vehicle? Sheehy makes it easy. Easy Price shows you our lowest prices on the Mid-Atlantic's largest selection. Find your best price online or at any of our 31 dealerships. It's easy at Sheehy. Sheehy.com. Oh, what a, what a fun time we had off camera during the break, ladies and gentlemen. Too bad you can't see that, but we have greatness with us. And it's in the form of Mr. Luke Hume. Not only was he a star for USA Rugby's sevens team, he was also a star for USA Rugby's 15s team. He's also played in Major League Rugby with Rugby New York, which he's now making a comeback, kind of a quiet, under-the-radar comeback with Rugby New York because he's now recently become a multimillionaire. And he has played Rugby League. So he has played at every code. Uh, He's rumored to be buying a team and naming them the Jersey Giltonis down in the Jersey Shore, and yours truly will be the general manager. That's all just conjecture at this point. Luke, welcome to TRL. Thank you for having me. Pleasure to be here with you all. You've met the colleagues in the in the green room that are on the show. There's no green room. I'm in my basement. In a hockey I'm in basement. We, we do this show from like a basement, okay? You're the ones that, oh, we don't do this show from a basement. We do. This is a basement. Maybe, maybe you know, being cancer in the clubhouse was cool when you were a wrestler with the WWE, but this is rugby, pal. The boat's rising community thing okay if boats are rising i better get out of my basement where we're doing a show it's a valid point luke what eagle number are we you 428 there's no separate number for a sevens eagle and a 15s eagle no no nothing you don't get anything for sevens i don't i don't know is it seven just whenever you're an eagle that's the number you fall in line or so what what being a sevens player doesn't count luke i'm not saying it doesn't count i've done both so i'm covered uh (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, I don't, I don't, I think they only give the caps out in regards to the Eagles numbers on 15th place. If I'm not mistaken. Well, I mean, this is, we're going to have to dig deep on this. This is a growing yeah. scandal started by Mr. Luke Hume on the rugby odds. <laughs> Wait, well, well, welcome to the program, but let's talk a little bit about major league rugby. Uh, and just briefly, Luke, what's your take on the season and the league in six years? Yeah. Obviously I was involved in the league. Um, in the first year for, for New York, um, you know, obviously JBL was actually a part of that um, at, at the very beginning. So I remember him 
specifically there a few times. Until he it out. <laughs> I don't know if that was the reason, but uh, <laughs> probably save that for off air. Uh, yeah, look, it's, <laughs> I think it's evolved. It's grown. I think it's a, a very good league. Uh, obviously, extremely disappointing um, that we haven't qualified for, for the World Cup, right? But uh, I wouldn't look at that as the league's not getting stronger or the playing pool's not getting there's not a deeper or more depth in the playing pool. I think what you have from the American public at the moment is that a lot of people are, are upset and there's some conjecture because we feel like we're not investing in homegrown talent. I think that's the wrong way to look at it. Get the league established, get get eyes on the sport, and then children will want to play. And the best people, the reason why, you know, New Zealand is one of the best nations. France is one of the best nations. England, like you, you can go over all these, obviously Australia, close to my heart. John, he's Australian. I know you thought he was English, but he's Australian. <laughs> this is their main sport. Like I started playing rugby when I was four years old. Um, people start playing in America when they're 13 to 15, if you're lucky. It's just, it's got to take time. And the way to do that is to get eyes on the sport, get players from international countries who have the experience. That will uptick your talent. And then you can grow out your grassroots. And then you can have a, you know, a full US team without foreign players probably in 10 years' time. This That was way too uh, logical and intelligent for this program, just to, <laughs> just so we we set the very low bar here. I mean, look what I'm dealing with, Luke. So half of it went right over their heads. Uh, what? what, who, what? <laughs> but let's talk about these games. NOLA at home after their big win versus Utah. NOLA minus three right now. Rugby ATL at home against San Diego. San Diego, the road favorites by four points old glory dc at home versus toronto and just because of the way they matched up against chicago old glory right now three point favorites at home chicago versus dallas dallas is in a rough shape Owen 20 if you go back to last year 16 losses last year four in a row to start this year and they haven't they didn't score last week against san diego the hounds who are better than what they've shown so far favored by eight points and that's probably a bargain and New York hosting New England and New England, the road favorites after New York's debacle in NOLA. So why don't we let Gift start off? Because Wait, before I, you do, I want to ask uh, Luke a question. Luke, <laughs> is NOLA that good and all of a sudden turned it around? Or did New York miss the bus? Combination of both. Um, look, the MLR is super tight competition. But the problem that you have is you can have an off week and there's it just it doesn't line up with maybe the expectations of the public or your supporters. Nola's not a bad team. Like you look at JP Duplessis, he was the best player in the comp for the first two years. New York doesn't worry me one bit. Um, they done it again last year. They had a few slip-ups here and there. I think if they went through the season untouched without any, you know, real tests of character. I think they'd be in big trouble come the finals time. I don't think anyone's going to question are they going to be there around the finals time, right? It's more so, I just think, look, super hot weather, super muggy. I, I think Nola played well. New York just had an off game. All right, way to derail the program, John, and go off script. I love that when you do that. Don't ever Hey, hey Matt, me. how about you edit this out? How about you go oh. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any, which game do you want to talk about, Gift? New Orleans taking on Utah. Look, New Orleans had a great game last week. We played in our weather for the first time all season. All right, none of this cold, rainy nonsense that we've been doing. And we showed out, absolutely showed out. Utah's coming down to New Orleans. We're entering into mid-March, which is the beginning of our spring, which is really just summer light. 
and Utah's going to come down from the mountains to try and be able to handle. Look, this is what happens when you're from Louisiana, not New Jersey. We don't have seasons. Hey. We just have hot and slightly Damn. less hot. <laughs> John, look, which game do you like? I couldn't agree with Luke Moore. Uh, he's obviously the expert on it. So no, that's smart Luke Ewing. With him. Would you shut up? I'm talking. You're like you're like overproducing like Orson Welles. I wish you were like Orson Welles. I'm dead. I'm riffing. Riffing. Did you say you're horrific? I'm horrific. <laughs> I'm horrific. Well played. Well played. Welcome to the program. Uh... You. New York's now got a bit of an edge. They went down to Nala and they thought they could just go on the field. They, they're this great team and they are a great team. They found out that there's pros on the other side of the ball too. I think this week, without Josh Larson, New England has trouble coming down to New York, and New York has got to go have a bit of an edge there at home, and I think New York wins this game uh, quite easily, I think. The game that I like is the Chicago Hounds, actually. Uh, got my good mate Jimmy English up there uh, running the show as a general manager. Look, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm super surprised. Uh, that lineup is should be 3-0. So, again... Uh, you know, similar to the New York game. I don't think it's panic stations for Chicago whatsoever. Like some of their team, like obviously I'm very, very close with a few of their backs, played with Bryce on the US team, uh, had the pleasure of playing with Marco Keith. He's an absolute lunatic. Uh, and then you got Chris Mateen at the back. Uh, you know, uh, and I know Chris very well. I've played against Chris for a very long time. You've got really, really good backs. You've got Meeks there as well. You've got Dominguez there as well. Cardi as well. And then they've got some great forwards. I, I just... It's going to take time to click. You know, they all haven't been on the pitch yet at the same time. These guys are completely fresh, completely new structure, completely new general management system from the top down would be completely different. I, I think they'll win this weekend. Unfortunately uh, for Dallas, I think it'll be a lot more of the same for them. Unfortunately, a few good friends on that team as well, but yeah, they're, they're, they just don't have the depth. I don't, I see them being in a rut for most of the year. Unfortunately, I'm going to take in what I think is, one of the more interesting matchups in this early part of the season, Atlanta hosting San Diego. Let's find out what San Diego is all about on the road. Not an easy place to play in Atlanta. Again, you talk about a team that's really good on paper. San Diego is really good on paper. And I, I think San Diego should win this one by four points or more. But Atlanta, this is a big litmus test for Atlanta. Let's go across the pond, way across the pond, and go down to Super Rugby Pacifica, Luke, because mm. you're Australian. You know a thing or two about Super Rugby. A little, well, a little bit here and there. Look, I'm I'm a Drua fan through and through. Oh like I, man, I, I'm from New South Wales, so I'm Waratahs, but I grew up playing rugby league my entire career. When it comes to Super Rugby, I'm all about the flair, uh, and and the Fiji and Drua are sensational to watch. That's how everyone should play rugby, in my opinion. Amen. Um, you know, high risk, yes. high reward. Uh, that's how I like to live my life. So I'm all for that. So let's go back to the Crusaders losing to the Drua, the Fijian Drua Beautiful. in Fiji, Luke. Was I crazy to pick the Crusaders by 40 points? <laughs> I think the result no, would tell but, you but, were. But the history, you know, you'd think the Crusaders would run them out of the park. Playing against a good Fijian team, whatever, whatever walk of like, you never know what you're going to get. Because if those passes stick and those shoulders stick, you're in for a very long afternoon. Here's the real question. How many of those Fijians that are playing for, for Fijian Drua used to probably play for the Crusaders, and now they don't have that, that power? 
The best Mr. joke ever. Much when you have Did you see Eddie Jones joke? He's like, oh, how are you guys doing so well? It's like, oh, yeah, you've got the three best nurseries in the world. Tonga, yeah. Samoa, and Fiji yeah. for New Zealand. It's 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 true though, right? So they all co-mingle and, and play with each other. Now there's a local Fijian team. And you get to go back home. You get to get paid. You get to play the sport that you love and be around family and friends. Sensational. It's the best best rugby to watch. All right, Luke, you said you were a Waratahs guy growing up. I took the Waratahs last week. Tiles will bounce back. Every Australian team will win this weekend unless they're playing each other. And then someone will definitely win. It's perfect. You got, a, you got a battle of the perennial powerhouses between the Blues and the Crusaders. Do the Crusaders bounce back? Because the No. You know, the, no. They, they don't. No. Blues win. I'm so you're a Waratahs guy. Do you root against the Brumbies? I, I'd rather the Brumbies do well than the Reds. New South Wales and, 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 and Queensland is a no-go. Here are our picks for that setup, and we're going to take a quick break. If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub, The Pig & Whistle, on West 36th Street. And we're back. And, oh, man, did we have a great time off camera no, again during that break. Oh. You were incoherently rambling, reading just, stuff that made zero sense. We just get along I'm dumber, so well. I'm dumber now than I was before the commercial break, which we don't get paid for, by the way, because of your incoherent rambling. Look, let's talk about Super Rugby Americas. It's the Americas, and it's got one American team, the American Raptors. What's your take on the whole thing and the Raptors? I think it's great for, for American rugby, honestly. I think, uh, you know, what they want to do, um, obviously results need to come and they're few and far between at the moment, but new organization, new team, uh, got to be a little bit patient. Any games that you guys like? Look, you know, right now in Brazil, it's starting to get into winter time. We're starting to entering into the area where it's all nice and cooler. So the players are now more apt. We're post Carnival, which is why nobody really plays that hard because the year doesn't start until after Carnival is done. So look at the Cobras to now start to begin to rise up on this Argentina rivalry and look for them to be able to keep it close. John, any country that has Giselle Bunchen in it, I'd take that country along with King E. Bailu. So I'm going with Brazil. That's two losers. Luke, you and I are going to have to pick a winner for our fans at home. I'm going to go the upset. I'm going to go the Pampas versus the Dogos. I'm going to have Ooh. the Pampas winning. You're living dangerously. I'm going to go the opposite of you, my friend. I am going to stick with Dogos on top of the table, outscoring uh, their oppositions by a considerable amount of points. And I think they're going to win this one. On that note, we're going to bid Mr. Luke Hume adieu. Thank you, sir, for coming on and joining us. Thank you, gentlemen. Take care. So much fun with you guys. So much fun. But we're going to Japan now. The Japan Rugby League One action. Uh, John, you seem like you're giggling. You must know something. You must have a pick for us. <laughs> the incompetence that has to be edited out of this show is absolutely astounding. The amount of it. It's unbelievable. You got something for us? Sun Goliath against the worst rugby team in the history of rugby since Texas invented rugby. I'm talking about the Liners. 
Son Goliath is gonna whoop, gonna whoop them boys. All right, okay, gift. I always say, look, a spear always will take out an eagle if an eagle doesn't rake your eyes. And what I'm saying that I is- I have never I'm, heard you say that before. <laughs> well, see, that's- He says it all the time. <laughs> it's the same reason why you think I'm from New Jersey. You just don't listen. See, that's what I'm saying. What? Champ knows, the champ knows. I am. Spears okay. are gonna lose to eagles, all right? All We're right. seeing some eyes getting raked. All right, Spears. okay. Spears win. Okay, that's a sword. I'm going to go, although I want to pick the Brave Lupus after their very brave victory over the Green Rockets, they were down a man for 71 minutes and pulled off the win. Kudos to them. But I'm going to stick with the Wild Knights. Oh, wait a minute. I do something. I recap last week's game to to predict this week's game. You go, oh, we're talking about this week. We're talking about this week. Turning his mic off again. Turning his mic off again. (laughs) Mics are off. I am taking... The Wild Knights to continue their wild ride and win by a lot of points in a wild one. On that note, we have to make our celebrity guest buzzing back in as we're about to make our TRO pick of the week. Luke, what was the emergency buzzer for? Uh, Because you you can't pick a pick to save your life, Matthew, by the sounds of things. (laughs) And the the fans need some support. What are you you're basing this on my NRL picks last week? Is that what this is all about? Oh, I haven't seen the rest of your picks, but if I'm basing it in anything like that, then yeah, they're in trouble. So I've got a pick, got a pick for the NRL fans. I'm going to stick to the NRL. I initially was going to go the Dolphins to get them 3-0, but I'm switching up. I'm going to go the Cowboys to beat the Warriors. Wow. And this, of course, is the celebrity, not at the Oscars, bonus pick from Luke Hume. Somebody needs to Will Smith your like figure the Austin's. Just walk on here and just slap the out of you. And Luke, if I'm not mistaken, my producer is telling me that you are also going to pick the rest of the NRL matches for us. I am. And they're up on the board now. But you had one match that you weren't so sure about. The Manly Sea Eagles and the Parramatta Eels. That's that's the doozy. New coach, team who lost the grand final last year. One's two and oh, one's oh and two. It's all about the talons when, you know, the Eagle is going against the Neil. Like the underdogs, so we're going to go the Parramatta Eels, who are 0-2. I'm going to take the Sea Eagles just to be contrary. Guys, we have to do our picks of the week now that they'll pair in comparison to his. But, John, what do you got? <laughs> Old Glory this week. I think Old Glory home field, they're, go- they're going to win this game. They have to win this game. That's why I'm betting on Gift, what do you got? Look at the Fijians, unfortunately, Luke, to be able to take over and beat the Reds uh, this week in Super Rugby because they are pure gold. I got Wales and France over 50. You got anything to plug? Gift? Of course, HBCU Rugby Classic, March 31st through April 2nd. Gonna be probably some of the greatest entertaining rugby performances that you're gonna be able to see this uh, this upcoming month. And uh, we're changing the game, all right? All the way through. And uh, if you want to support it, get your tickets, hbcrugbyclassic.com. Your VIP sections are open. Your general seatings are open. And of course, come because you want to actually have some fun and praise. Let's go. All right, John Bradshaw Layfield, do you have a plug? You better believe I do. Memphis Inner City Rugby. They have six different All-Americans over the past few years, several state championships. They're playing incredible rugby. Most importantly, 100% of the kids and some of the worst child poverty in the country are graduating from high school. They will be at Gifts HBCU Rugby Classic. Please come out and support it. It's growing the game. Most importantly, it's helping the youth of America. Well, while they're helping the youth of America, I'm going to go in an opposite direction and plug the 
rugby odds and MLR weekly and college rugby wrap up being on the Cox media network throughout the country in different regions. Check your year view channel listings to see more on that note guys i want to thank our special guest mr luke hume mr john bradshaw layfield the wwe hall of famer mr gifte Bailu, the king aka the inventor of words and thank you for tuning in please check out our other programs including mlr weekly the college rugby wrap-up hit that subscribe button on youtube and please sign up for our weekly newsletter and join our american red cross blood donor team 